Hey everyone, this is Eliza D, and welcome back for another episode of How to Save the Planet, a show where we interview people who have jobs in climate change or environment. Now, let's get started. With us today, we have Ryan Metzger. Ryan is the CEO and co-founder of Ridwell. From an early age, Ryan was interested in environmental causes and tried to pass that down to his two sons, Grant and Owen, Owen, age four and age eight. Back in 2017, when Ryan was working for a Seattle-based venture capital firm, he and Owen began a project called Owen's List to keep more of their things from landfills and instead being reused or recycled. Many neighbors took part, and this led to fund formation of Ridwell in 2018. Today, Ridwell helps over 13,000 families in the Seattle area cut down their waste by picking up items not offered by traditional curbside recycling. Ryan graduated from his Northwestern from Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, with a degree in economics and political science. His first job out of college was in as an economics consultant in Washington, D.C., where he spent a few years becoming an Excel and data expert before finding passion for marketing. Later, Ryan would work in marketing at, at larger companies like Microsoft, as well as mid-sized ones like Zoo Lily and Blue Nile. Ryan also re- returned to the Northwest to, to get his MBA, where he studied marketing and finance. Hello and welcome, Ryan, to How to Save the Planet. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So what do you do and where do you work? Yeah, so I am the CEO and co-founder of Ridwell, and we are a startup in the Seattle area that makes it easy to waste less by picking up reusable and hard to recycle items from people's homes. Nice. Is it just the like Seattle area, or is it all of Washington? Or it is the uh, Seattle city of Seattle and the suburbs. And just uh, earlier this week, actually, we uh, started taking signups in Portland, Oregon. Oh, nice! Um, so oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah, it's a bi- big week for us. So we are uh, beginning service there uh, later this month, and and are excited to uh, bring what we're doing to the state of Oregon and, and other places uh, in, in the future. Awesome. What got you interested in like environmental work, and how did you found Ridwell? Yes, yeah, so, Ridwell? Yeah, environmental causes have been something that have been. Um, important to me for as long as I can remember. I I grew up in the Seattle area. My mom was a teacher and it was something that she was always um, focused on. And and, and I think taught me that. I remember I had a paper out when I was a kid and, you know, we would go around and do it. And, you know, she'd comment like, oh, wow, there's that family had no garbage or, you know, she was always the one that would say like, you know, this can be recycled. Why do you put it there? And so I, I grew up just, you know, trying to cut down waste where I could and recycle where, you know, where that was available. Um, and then, you know, I'd moved to other places and is always the one that said, oh, wow, they don't, in Illinois, they don't have as much recycling in Seattle. How can I do more? So it was always something that was uh, a, a part of who I was. Um, and then fast forwarding, um, I now have kids myself. Um, I have a son who is four, uh, his name's Grant, and another one who's eight, who's Owen. Um, and so Owen and I, a few years ago, had a project where we would uh, try to get rid of stuff around our home, but to do so in environmentally sustainable ways and in ways that help the community. So that ended up being a, a project called Owen's List, where we'd pick a category on a Saturday. We would take our batteries or our styrofoam or our electronics or our clothing, and we would take other people around us too. Um, and so we would do pickups around our neighborhood and other neighborhoods eventually. And so that grew to be really, really big. 
Um, and it really uh, kind of clued me into a, a big opportunity that, that there were tons of people who wanted to waste less, but didn't necessarily have the information or, or the um, time to do it. And so did some research on the category and how recycling has changed and, and reused and where that's going and, and those types of things. And so it eventually led to uh, me starting Ridwell with uh, three other people and we've been doing it for about two years now. Wow, that's so inspiring. Yeah, thank you. Um, was there like, was there anything like Ridwell um, back when you were in Seattle as a kid? There was not, no. And and recycling has, has evolved. And in the early days of, you know, when I was in probably your age and stuff like that, it, it worked similarly to, to how it does now. I remember there was a time when it went from being uh, you know, three bins that you'd separate to what we have today, which is called single stream recycling. So that was a change. Um, but pe people have become more concerned about climate and, and, and their impact. And so what we've seen is that uh, customer interest has sort of outpaced what has been offered. And so that's really the, the role that we play is for those who want to do more, who want to waste less, who want to have almost no garbage, like we provide ways to do that. Um, so there wasn't anything like it, but I think consumer preferences have just changed in, in such a way that uh, people are now very interested in that. And, and that's why uh, that's why Ridwell exists and, and, and why we're um, making a big impact. Yeah, well, I mean, we just got Ridwell like a couple weeks ago and it is so cool. I'm like, wait, I can recycle my, my Amazon packages. <laughs> so it's so much fun. Yeah, that's great to hear. Yeah. And I was like walking around the other day. I'm like, wait, everybody has Ridwell. I was like, there's a Ridwell box. There's a Ridwell box. Yeah, it's fun to see that in, in my neighborhood too. We go on walks and spot them and I'll see new ones and it'll, it'll, it'll make me happy. And then, uh, you know, my kids see it and they've pointed out. And so it's, it's, it's fun to see the, the impact and, um, you know, families, I, I think, can, can do it all together. And so it's, it's, it's kind of a, a family friendly thing, which is sort of how it began, which is cool to see. Yeah, that's so cool. Why do you do the work that you do? Like, what what keeps you going? Well, you're running yeah. I mean, it's it's largely the impact that that we're having, and I'll I'll speak to impact in two ways. Um, one is is the environmental one, which is the the subject of your uh, fantastic podcast. But you know, just seeing you know one person's plastic film, you know, that we pick up, and then there's a neighbor down the street. Well, if you go to our warehouse that's kind of south of Seattle. Um, suddenly there's mountains of plastic that gets bailed and, you know, now we're doing, you know, 40,000 plus pounds a month of plastic otherwise oh going to landfill. So, um, you know, we see similar with batteries or light bulbs or other things that would ordinarily go to landfill, but are now not. The other impact that we're, I'm really um, proud of and is one that's a core part of our service is the community side to it. So every every two weeks when there's a pickup, there's what we call a featured category. And so those are often reuse opportunities where things that you may not be using in your home can go to someone who, who could use something that, that you're not. Uh, so it could be winter coats, could be eyeglasses, could be sheets or towels. Uh, right now we're doing a really popular one where any leftover Halloween candy is being donated to a, a group that plans uh, birthday parties for kids facing homelessness. Um, so that impact is another another way that really keeps me going because suddenly, you know, we go to the warehouse and we see there's boxes and boxes of candy that is now being delivered to people who who get joy out of that or boxes of eyeglasses that are going to people who don't have any and can now see. So um, what keeps me going really to answer your question is, is those two types of impact. And then every time a new box shows up on someone's porch and they start using Ridwell, that impact just goes up by that much. So um, it's been great to see the, the consumer response has been incredible and it, it keeps me going for sure. 
Yeah, that's so cool that you can like directly see the impact that you're having on the community and the earth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, how did you get the position that you're in now? Like, how did you, what are, what are the steps that you took to found Ridwell? Yeah, so it, it, it sort of sprung out of Owen's list that I, that I talked about. Uh, but at the time, I was working at an investment firm where I was investing in new startups and helping them get off the ground and stuff like that. So I had some awareness of, of sort of what it takes to start a company uh, and had, you know, some uh, connections of mine that, that eventually would become uh, founders of the business along with me. Um, so it was that training that I had that, you know, was at, at the firm that I mentioned. And then was I had been a marketer um, in, in, in previous times at small companies, big companies. So my training was really around marketing, uh, around startups, and then sort of understanding that actually if there's consumer interest in what you're doing, then that might be what you need to then start a company, which is a big step and something I hadn't done before. But I had been around it in, in, in prior roles before then. Yeah. Well, that's cool. It sounds like you were kind of like prepped for this in your and before you you founded Ridwell. Yeah, and in many ways, I, I think career steps. Um, you know, you're not necessarily. I I didn't know you know ten twenty years ago that I, I want to start a company that does what Ridwell's doing. But rather, I sort of just went, well, where can I learn something new? And so that would take me from you know, I started out doing economic consulting right out of college. And then I went to a bigger company and tried that. And I'm always sort of looking to learn new things and um, kind of follow my passion. And so it all sort of came together with, with the founding of Ridwell a couple of years ago. Yeah. What does climate justice or environmental justice mean to you and your company? Yeah, that's a great question. So I, to me, it's, it's being aware of, of who's affected by climate change and giving them a voice um, such that their uh, concerns and their impacts are, are considered and, and taken seriously and, and, and acted upon and, and giving them an opportunity to take part in the solutions to the, to the, the amount that they are, are able and, and making that ability even more. Um, so, so with Ridwell, you know, our service is, is something that uh, people use as, as members and they have a bin and things like that. And, you know, we want to make sure that we're available across different types of communities, uh, lower income ones, higher income ones, ones that are further away, ones that are closer in and, and, and just being broadly available and then doing what we can to, to make sure that, um, you know, there's no barriers to people using it. So, you know, if you live in an apartment or you live in a home, you can use Ridwell. If you yeah. uh, don't have the means to pay for it yourself, but you're interested, then, then maybe there's a way for, for you to get a, a subsidized or free version. So we're always looking for, for ways to, uh, you know, we, we view our, ourselves as, as, as a small part of uh, the solutions to climate change and, and just making sure that, that everyone has an ability to take part in that. Yeah, that's great. Um, for a listener who like was, wow, this like whole Ridwell thing sounds like so cool, but like, how do I get started? Where can they go to get yeah, started? Yeah, so they can go to Ridwell.com. Um, we go by zip code to determine where uh, we provide service. So they would go there, they would just enter their zip code, um, and then it would say, yes, you're in our service area. Or it would say, we're not there yet, but hopefully one day. Um, so people are, you know, around Seattle and, you know, within you know, I'd say a 40 minute drive of, of probably where you live, there's a good chance that we are available if they are uh, beyond that. And I'm sure if you don't have listeners around the world now, you, you will someday. That <laughs> I would just encourage them to check it out and, and, and see if we're available. And, and hopefully if we're not now, that we will be in, in the future. Yes, I will also link the ridwell.com link in the show notes. as, as Fantastic, well. thank so. you. 
Um, what encouragement or hopeful thoughts could you give our listeners around making a difference in this climate crisis? Yeah, I, I think that there are, it's not a, it's not up to one person to solve. There's a growing number of people that are concerned and are, are, are sort of taking matters into their own hands and, and, and doing uh, different things to, to create a better future. Uh, whether that's Ridwell and you know you you start using it and, and reducing waste and what goes to a landfill and all of the uh, kind of beneficial climate impacts from that you know that's one action you could take you could take uh, the bus or walk instead of driving a car or you could carpool there's just so many activities that people could take individually that uh, on the one hand are small at the individual level but if those uh, actions add up then that can be really impactful so I, I think people just doing what what is available to them and, and taking those actions and knowing that there are others around them who do it. That's a big part of what, what Ridwall is about is sort of proving that small actions add up, whether that's um, the small amount of plastic that you saved and, you know, compared to your neighbors and the next people and next people, et cetera. I think that whole theme um, is, is possible with climate change impacts as well. So just you do, you do what you can and, and be aware and mindful. Other people will do the same and together we'll create a better future. Yes. Empowering words. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming on to How to Save the Planet. I really appreciate it and enjoyed talking. My pleasure. Thanks so much for reaching out and, and I'm happy to do it. And I, I wish you all the best in your podcast and whatever great things come, come after that. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks so much, everyone, for joining us today for another episode of How to Save the Planet. See you next time.